Positive Isn't Popular podcast discusses topics concerning the black community. Our goal is to have the sometimes difficult conversations to educate and inspire. Sometimes we are serious. Sometimes we are funny. But we will always be honest and authentic. This podcast may not be for everyone. Got no choice but to do it. I know, right? We here. All right. We back. Positive is a popular podcast. Yo, no. I thought oh my bad. Go ahead. My bad. No, no, no. What you about to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Do the opening. No, I was just doing the opening and just was gonna say because we David's not here and I had jokes for David. Right. I was gonna say something about David. Like, I thought dudes done fell off somewhere because <laughs> <laughs> he ain't say nothing in the chat. No, nah, I was. He just popped up out of nowhere, like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Where you come from? Because he's wherever he is, he's living his best life. Shaking ass. Shaking ass. David got flowed out somewhere. Flewed out. Flewed out. Flew out. Christmas. We ain't seen David in, in Lord knows how long. I hope that this time when he comes back, it's not like last year when he got flewed out. Uh, what happened last year? I don't even remember. I don't, I don't, you remember? Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You know what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be different. I'm I pretty sure. So. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, because he's not here. Come back and shake ass with us next week. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully you decide to come back, you know, join us. Even even yeah. though we doing this he remotely, he back. technically could have joined us anywhere. But you well, know, I did when I was in California. You know, no, I'm going to let that... We'll let that right. slide though. We're gonna let that slide. Um he gotta come back though, because he need to make my money. Oh, okay. He <laughs> need to make your money. <laughs> no, they toes. they would be bad. People need their toes done. Oh, see, see. <laughs> he gonna come back. Um, but I know he's on vacation. He's doing this thing with fam. So shout out to David. Y'all know what it is. Um, we're here though. It's it's me and Yindy. Hi. What's going on? Hi. I'm like, yeah, like, like I haven't talked to you today, but we're gonna do this show. Um, I know uh, it's post Christmas, post holiday. How was your holiday? It was a regular day for me. I don't even <laughs> decorate. I'm bomb, but I'm the Grinch, and I'm not stealing Christmas. I don't want it. I feel you though. Like, I don't know. I've always felt people do too much on the holidays and i know some people get in the spirit and the christmas spirit and all that like i'm trying funny story you see all them kids you probably haven't seen it yet but there's a lot of ungrateful kids like our generation mm. this is our generation's children because we spoil them and i said what i said because i spoiled my dogs and my nieces so i said what i said but spoil the fact too. that they got gifts from their parents, but it wasn't what they asked for. The fact that you have the boss to come out your face and say, this is not what I asked for. And then throw a temper tantrum. Like, you ain't getting shit next year. Like, are you kidding me? I, I remember, I never really got, I pretty much got most of the stuff I wanted. But there were some times where I didn't get the stuff I wanted on my list. And I wasn't 
ungrateful. I was happy to get something. And then people are giving their kids coal and people are like, oh, that's horrible. I was a coal kid. My parents gave me a bag of coal. I wasn't even bad. They just thought it would be funny. That's what happens when you're first born. You know, it's hit or miss. <laughs> but I was a coal kid and I, I, I didn't even cry. I was just like, oh, what is this? But my parents used to leave it out every year as a reminder, like, yo ass better act right or Santa ain't coming. But I'm just like, the fact that these kids are so ungrateful, like, y'all are selfish. Are you kidding me? You should be glad your parents got you something. A kid got an Xbox. And he was like, I didn't ask for this. Okay. What? But yeah, it's, that ain't cheap. So you should be happy your parents got you something. That is a problem. Some kids who can't have anything because their parents don't have it. Yeah. I, I, and we've seen people literally scratching and clawing and do whatever to provide for their children and trying to give their children the best Christmas possible. That's why I shout out to my mom because I know she was one of those moms. Like she was out here trying to make it happen just so we could have a good Christmas. Like I don't like ungrateful, especially yeah. with children. That's one thing that bothers me. Like, no, because that stuff can one kid get taken back. You can have nothing. You can have nothing. And that's, I'm telling you, that's our generation's fault. Yeah. We spoil our kids because we feel like, you know, our parents says we got to do better than they did. And I, I was a kid who got a lot of stuff like cell phone and laptop, but I was never, even when I didn't get that, I wasn't like, why did you get me what I wanted? I don't want it. And throw it. Like, you got to be kidding me. Next year, you don't get nothing. You lucky if you get a scratch off, but you can't even scratch it because you're not old enough. No, for real, I think that I think that's facts. Like, and that's why I'm also big on like I try to teach my daughters one the, the true meaning of the holiday, but also I try to bring forth a um giving, you know. So like my kids, when we like today, they spent today going through old toys that we're gonna donate. <laughs> well, that's so amazing. like and then volunteering, like you need to volunteer. We didn't this year. We didn't do it this year. I wanted to this year. There was a um toy drive that I wanted to, um, not a drive, but like we were supposed to pass out gifts and stuff so that they can see, you know, people like this, this, this looks different for other people. And I think we need to teach our kids that we need to teach our kids that like, this is a holiday. And I think that's part of our society, not just a black thing, like all of us, what we've turned this holiday into. And we, we've turned it into a, a commercial. Mm-hmm. Like well, that's what, a that could, holiday supposed to be. I mean, I think that can be a part of it if if it's done healthy, right? Yeah. But, but what about family? What about showing love? What about the act of giving? You know, that's why I hate Christmas because as a person, I I always loved it as a a child. Besides me getting all the gifts. But even when I was old enough to buy gifts, I used to love buying my mom gifts because she didn't care if she got a robe. She would be hyped. My father and my sister, they were never happy with what I got them. But as I got older and I worked in retail, I just feel like Christmas brings out the nastiest people. And I was just like, I hate this holiday so much. People are so evil. People are always evil. But working in retail... Around the holidays, I feel so bad. I'm so fortunate to not have to do that. But I feel so bad for the people who have to work in retail because people are disgusting, nasty, and rude. Like, bro, are you serious? Yeah. 
it, it does bring out the worst in people. Even going to the grocery store, trying to shop, like because now everybody's so focused, people are stressed. People ain't really got it like that to be given these gifts and stuff and trying to do all this lavish stuff. So people really out here going through stuff. Like it's a hard time for people who don't have family. It's a hard time for people who've lost loved ones during this time of year. Like this is not all peaches and creams and stuff. So it's like, this is hard for people. Yeah. Don't sit down on the people who work in the store though. And that's my thing. You should never, no, you shouldn't. But also like, I feel like we need to get back to, the basics of what giving and things like that are, mm. you know, but we don't teach the kids that. And now these kids, they're entitled. They think it's supposed to be about giving gifts. No, this is an option for real. And we need to teach our kids. And I know it's a hard conversation to have, but no, you're not entitled to anything. Exactly. You know, that's why I still, I, I have a running joke with my kids and we still talk about Santa, right? And I'm like, I tell them, like I was telling the other day, like, look, I talk to Santa. I, I'll tell them to skip this house. You don't act right. I tell them to skip this house. You know, but they have to that have works. reminders. That works now because they believe in the Christmas miracle with the Jolly Red Man. But when they get older, <laughs> well then, well, well then, once yes. they once they realize who it is for real, now now it's really on me. Like, look, don't act stupid around here because now it's on me. Like, mm-hmm. I do not have to do anything. You do not have to give anything. So, yeah, I tell you, for those kids, because I, I saw some of that, like, yo, you want to complain? Give me that right back. Yeah, like, give me that right on back. Are you kidding me? Yep. Selfish kids, bro. So I've ungrateful. Seen, I've seen adults act like that, too. That's why a lot of relationships, I hear people, I got homies out there trying to give their whole life savings for their little, they little girlfriends and stuff. Bro, no, no. Like, honestly, I'm a simple fella. I was about to say I'm a simple fella. We, me, me, me and Lex don't even really exchange like that. We don't exchange gifts like that. I'm like, good with socks. That's what I'm saying. Give me, give me practical stuff. They got me the big body wash that I needed. I was happy for that. Give I'm me the more, socks. I'm straight. Like, I'm more of a giver. Like, but, I don't mind. I, I like to give presents and make people happy. Yeah. Lex is like that. Like I, I know she likes that, especially with her family. And so I'm like, cool. I don't need anything. First of all, I don't need one day to get a gift. I buy my gifts throughout the year. I'm straight. Like, I'm not waiting for a particular day to get something I want. If I want it, I'm going to get it, right? So that's why this day doesn't really mean much in giving. For me, it's really turned into family. And I have more time. I have more fun with family, especially even like Christmas, even Thanksgiving, I had so much fun with family, just hanging out. We've been laughing, joking. That's what it was for me. Like all this other stuff, I could care less. But if I didn't have kids, I would never decorate. I would not even buy a tree. I don't care I don't about none decorate. of that. You got a tree, and I, I told my dog because they was my good this year. Santa wasn't coming, and I wasn't playing because Santa did not visit none of them. They were both bad. No stockings, no presents, nothing. They ain't get no bones. Mm-hmm. They ain't get no bones, no toys, no nothing. Mm-hmm. See, see. But that's what it is. So I'm kind of, that's why I took the day. Kind of glad that it's like, like over, you know? And I like to take this week to just kind of just clear my mind and get ready coming into the next year. So I'm with it. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I know we have something to talk about, and I'm actually interested in our conversation because I know it's very near and dear to your heart. <laughs> What's happening right oh, now? Gosh. Say what? I was just saying, oh gosh. No, but I think I think it's real. I think it it's real. True. And it is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. But I've had issues with this too, though. So talking about like, I mean, this culture of workplace culture of not letting people take leave and time off and really caring about people with health. You know, like I, I use health in general. Mm-hmm. It's almost like work and health never mix. They never mix. And it's, it's this Western culture <laughs> that they made where it's like people can never be sick. People can't be injured. People can't have real issues, mental health issues, nothing. No. Like they, they really expect you to be a slave to your job. And you have to go through so much just to prove that you really need this time off. You know, when I used to be a dog groomer, I fractured my wrist. And they asked me at the hospital if I wanted to cast it or wear a sling and like just wear a brace. And I was like, I want to cast it because if you don't put me in a cast, they're going to force me to work. Yeah. Do you know they still force me to work? How you going to groom a dog with a cast on? I had to sit there and answer the phones. And then it was like after hours, people would come in and be like, can you just cut my my dog's nails bro i have a freaking cast on my arm no i cannot cut your dog's nails are you kidding me that's what, I, I i never understood i remember even when i was younger and you would read like the employee handbook on like sick leave and vacation time and all that stuff and it oh it never settled well with me like so you tell me that i've earned this time apparently off right i'm earning this time off but I still have to go to you to get it approved. Right. So that was my first thing. Why, why do like you you tell me I earned this time. It's my time apparently, but I still have to get it approved. So you can still tell me no. That's if like vacation and stuff. So what? It didn't to be sick. Like we get sick. People are going to get sick and injured. That's part of being human. So now you're going to tell me I'm either chastised I mean, they're reprimanded, or sometimes you could even lose your job for being sick in various ways, whatever sick means at this point. And the fact that if you're out more than three days, that's why that that um, video hit home, because if you're out more than three days, you got to go through FMLA. Now you got to fight your doctor to fill out the paperwork so oh that you goodness. don't get fired. Like, are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. I, I hated that process. I remember what my last major knee surgery. And I was running mentoring programs, right? I had to have major knee surgery. I was going to be bedridden for months. I literally had to learn how to walk again. This is a year process, right? So they tell me I got to go FMLA. So first to learn that, okay, this is long-term disability, apparently. One, you have to exhaust all your vacation and sick time before that kicks in, right? So whatever you have, you have to use that first. Okay, fine. Then the FMLA kicks in. It's only it was only like twelve weeks or something like that, you know. It didn't need to stop, so it was like. But my recovery time was still way longer than that. I think that sucks 
that you have to use your vacation time because, I mean, it's not your fault if you are injured or sick. Like, why I got to use my vacation time for something that's not my fault? Not my fault. Even it's my fault. My doctor, I got doctor's notes. Everybody's, my doctor's all on the same page. This is what has to happen. Like, and I remember how long it took them to pay me. So I was bedridden. I didn't receive any form of payment for almost four months. I had a car note. I was living by myself like I was 25, 24, 25 years old. I'm not getting paid and I can't do anything about it. So I had my mother like moving my car around so the repo man wouldn't get it because I couldn't drive. I couldn't get off the bed. I was bedridden. That's wild. Bill's not getting paid. Like I'm scrambling. I'm so now not only am I bedridden, now I'm stressed because y'all told me this was going to happen and it never like you imagine not getting paid for three or four months, yo. Like after I thought I did everything correctly, I remember double check before I had the surgery, everything was in place. Now I'm calling people, calling people in the bed, trying to figure out when I'm gonna get paid. Cause the bills don't stop. I'm about to go through that now. It was a nightmare. A nightmare. Like those things I wouldn't wish on anybody. Like, what are you supposed to do? And that's what I'm saying. And now we have the whole issue of that's just physical health. Now we already know that people really don't care about mental health. Mm-mm. They don't really respect it. The workplace definitely doesn't respect it. They talk all this stuff about mental health and people, and they don't respect it. They don't care. They don't care. So now mm-hmm. you got a whole culture of st- people stressed out, you know, trying to trying to figure out what they're going to do. Work is hard. And then you have your employee boss that doesn't give a damn about you. My last job was definitely terrible when it came to mental health. And like, it was insurance, so of course that would mess with people's minds. And they just did not care at all. They never took it serious. They don't. And, and so it's like, what are you supposed to do? Like, I, I come back to that. Like, especially, it's not even the people are, are like, I understand there's some scammers out there. There's always going to be scammers, right? But if you can literally go to your doctor your doctor diagnoses you. Your doctor gives you all the necessary paperwork to send back to your employer. And then your employer says no. Who the hell are you to say no? Like, the medical professionals are recommending this. This is what they're telling you you need to do. Who are you as an employer? You're not a doctor. Who are you to tell somebody no? Like, that. that's what kills me. And and don't get me started on legal issues. This stuff is supposed to be legal and all that. But who are you to say no? I I I'm not sick. I'm not well. I'm fit for work. You're not a doctor. I think it's bad on both sides too. Because sometimes you have to fight with the doctor as well. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because that you know, like I said, now you're still fighting the healthcare system. You know how that goes. So like so now two you have now you have a two headed monster. What is the individual supposed to do? Exactly. Especially if you're out on men- you're out on leave for being sick or mental health. And now you got to jump through hoops to get everything done. And it's like, damn, I the whole point of taking this leave was so I can get better or get my mind right and y'all stressing me out. Yeah. On top of you're still battling what you have to battle. 
Right. In these processes, they're never easy. They're never easy processes. It's always back and forth. Somebody's got to sign something. You got to go see this person. See that? Talk to this person. Insurance is a whole nother battle. Like you get conflicted information. It's your job to decipher what's the best information. It's it's the worst. It's wasting time and you're not getting any better. See, I was lucky though. My issue was not on my job side. It's on my doctor's side. I got lucky in this situation. But I remember when I used to work for this one company and I was sick with the flu and I had bronchitis a month after and all I did was tell my manager I was going to be out for a week that was it no oh make sure you have this paperwork filled out no oh uh you definitely want to make sure you're back or you could lose your job or you could get points or write up none of that she's just like i hope you feel better soon and we will bleach everything down and that was it even when i requested time off i would just tell her put in the book hey listen i'm going out on this day for a week she was like say less make sure you don't schedule at the same time i go and that was it Nothing more, nothing less. That's how it should be. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like we hear so many of these issues. I've gone through it. You've gone through it. Like, I feel like it, it, this, these are easy fixes. It shouldn't be this way. Um, and then, like I said, no one cares about the individual. No, because a lot of these measures are just patchwork adjustments anyway. Because I feel like it's because. <sighs> It's a lack of trust. It's like the same thing I say about unlimited PTO. They say a lot of companies don't want to do that along with unlimited sick time or sick time because they feel like people will take advantage of it. I mean, PTO is PTO. It's paid time off. So if somebody want to take time off. That's what I'm saying. It is. It's, It's like... Like, if you, I can understand if the person was like, I want to take this whole month off for PTO. Okay, you're doing too much. But, like, if they say every now and then, like, yo, I need a week off, it should be unlimited. Because now you're like, you only get a certain amount of time, like, what is it, like 180 hours? And then if you're sick, your sick time comes out of your PTO time. And then you're like, damn, that's not fair. Yeah. And it's the point, like, what's the point of offering all these things? Like, I just feel like you're just playing with people. You offer, you say you offer this, but it's like almost unobtainable in real life. Um, So it's like, again, you suppose that paid. And then even when you get to that point, like. Mental health, I think mental health is still horrible. Like if someone needs mental health services, them services are so limited. With the EAP. EAP. So limited. Or like even all if they, you just all they do is just they just talk to you, but they really can't do too much for you anyway. Yeah. And even if you want it, like, for example, let's use therapy. How many sessions do you really get? Um, I can only speak on my behalf. I get five sessions. Five sessions. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they expect you to find your own therapist. Which is not cheap. Five sessions is nothing. But let's say if you're a person who needed like a break from work, from mental health, 
and they tell you to go see these EAP providers, but they can't do nothing for you. Now, now you in the you got to figure out who you can go to who's going to be able to agree with what this EPA doctor said. I mean, EPA. <laughs> EAP doctor EAP, said. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, now, so you got to go to one doctor, finish with them, then go get a confirmation from another doctor. Exactly. And who paying for this? Exactly. I mean, EAP is free, but to go see the other doctor, like, who paying for that? That's wild. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, no. Like, enter the stress, because now that's that's what I'm in. Enter now the... I gotta, now I gotta go to another doctor and say, listen, this is what this doctor has suggested, and this is what they recommended, but they can't fill out the paperwork. If you don't fill out this paperwork, I can't get paid, and I may lose my job. Yeah, like you had to mercy another a whole other doctor now. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why people don't want to go back to work. Exactly. And we wonder why people are quitting jobs because they're trying to figure out other ways to get this money out here, like to make it happen. Don't don't let them fool you and make it seem like there's no jobs. Still, there's jobs. No one wants to keep going through this madness. It's funny because I just had this conversation earlier with my sister. Like when I first started working, I used to be all about work. I used to go to work half dead. I used to work four jobs. Then I went down to two jobs. But after I got sick with the flu and they forced me to come to work and I was driving home and I fell asleep at the wheel and I almost crashed. I was like, no more, man. No more. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm at now. Like I'm not giving my all to a job that doesn't care about me. And I know because when I was out of work sick once and I came back to work, not even one person said, how are you feeling? They just said, do you have your paperwork in to cover that time you were off? Yeah. Like, damn, I just came back. Not, I hope you're okay. Did you, were you dying? Nothing, none of that. Because they don't care. Like, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, so not only that, the whole culture, the workplace culture. Cause then they make they make other employees hate you because they gotta do they do your work now and they make it seem like you're wrong. Well, that's the, what worst, I like. the worst one is trying to find somebody to cover your shift. That's not my job, that's your job. Yep. You find somebody to cover my shift because I'm not. So so they put in pit employees against each other. I'm a I'm a treated next, so now you're treated as weak. Your your commitment to your job is questioned. You know your loyalty is questioned. All this stuff. What the hell? Like I don't feel good. Mm. Like damn, it's human, but like they they really manipulate you. They manipulate the workplace and the culture. People be scared to take off work. I was talking about this in, in the class I teach. Like why is it that people really walking around with these health issues and they're scared? They're afraid to take off work. And a lot of these health issues get worse. Mm -hmm. These people are literally working to death. The only time you think about it, really the only time you truly get a break is when you retire. And then, then you're almost out of here. Yeah. And even retirement for a lot of people, people can't retire anymore because they can't make the same money. So it's like they got to retire from one job and then go work another job. It's wild. So people really out here like, like struggling. 
and this is supposed to be okay. This is supposed to be the culture. People want to go supposed to work in this. No, no. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure because I'm like, what am I telling my kids, yo? I don't want my kids to be to work in these environments. I don't want them to do this. Tell them to work for themselves. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I'm telling you, I haven't been so happy in my life. Because I don't have to deal with a lot of that crap. Like, this employee workplace stuff. That culture stuff. Like, not even just sick stuff, but like, if I'm not if I'm not kissing ass, I'm I'm it's a I'm a problem. You know that was always my issue outside of the, the leave stuff. Like I'm not kissing ass. I never was. I'm not that guy. So I, I would always get my loyalty question, or I would always be against the grain because I'm not. I'm if you're doing something wrong, I'm gonna say something. Or if I have another idea, I'm gonna say something. But now I'm a bad guy, or like I'm not. You know, I'm not a team player and stuff. No, because I'm not gonna you're not gonna have me in your matrix. Not just gonna have me just doing stuff for this because. No. So I made a decision. I don't want to do that no more. What do I have to do to not have to deal with that culture? What do I have to do to work for myself? Damn this. It's like we were talking. That still takes a lot of work too, but at least you're, you're working like a dog for yourself. Yeah, there's a freedom in it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one conversation I have with my wife. Like, I don't work, I don't get paid. But that is so basic. I can live with that. You know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have leave time. I don't have sick time. But you know what? Like, I have control over my situation. Like, I don't work, I don't get paid. That's a trade-off, but that's a trade-off I'm willing to live with. Because that means I can make it up somewhere. That means I can adjust some things. Like, Yeah, if you need a mental health day. I can take it. I can plan and schedule things like this, you know? I can build it in now, which is way more effective. Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm not bound by the rules and the structure that they've laid out to just keep you in an assembly line. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Then we were talking about, was I, was I talking about overtime with you? Me and you having a conversation? We have a conversation about a lot of things about work. What, <laughs> what did you say? Maybe it'll trigger. I don't know. No, because I, I was having a conversation about overtime. They were saying how they work so much overtime and it wasn't even reflected on their pay. Oh, yeah. That was me. That yeah. was me because I was big mad. <laughs> it's a common thing, too, though. Like, I was like, what was the point? What was the point of giving my extra time if I'm not even going to see it? As a matter of fact, I feel like I was I was super broke. <laughs> like, I was just like, bro, I did the overtime for what? To not see any any reflection. Like, that's crazy. That I never understand, like. So, and they know that too. Like we just gonna tax it at a higher rate. So you did all this extra work and what saw like a thirty dollar, forty dollar increase. Well, I feel like now looking for a job now is like dating. Okay, and in twenty twenty three, I'm going in there with a different mindset. Like first of all, you have to at least start me at fifty thousand. 
Okay. I went to school. I have a degree. Second of all, uh, I need a nice amount of PTO or unlimited PTO. Like, what is wrong with that? And I need my sick time to be separated from my PTO. I need a bonus. I want a bonus. I deserve a bonus. If I'm working hard, I want to know that you appreciate me and give me a bonus. Damn it. I deserve it. Yeah. And that shouldn't be hard. And bomb mass insurance because again, I'm worth it. You are. And that and that's that's the that's the attitude we have to have. Like, I know my worth. That's what it comes down to. Like you said, it's almost like dating. I know my worth. I just and told this the hospital I applied for when the lady told me to work in HR, they were starting at fifteen dollars an hour. I was like, ma'am, you insulted me with that number. I don't think so. You can't ask for people to have a degree in something and you pay them $15 an hour to work in HR. Even if it's not a top tier job in HR, you're still asking for a degree, which means you need to up the pay. Sorry. Yeah. If you asking for degrees for a position, <laughs> you need to pay better. Even if you don't have a degree, you still should get paid what you what you're worth. Because if you have a lot of skill and you have a lot of experience, I just feel like coming into a job and then telling you fifteen dollars an hour, it's just insulting. It is insulting. What's supposed to do with that? Fifteen dollars an hour. And then people, that? people in my area was like, "Oh, you're asking for too much. You're not asking for enough. That's y'all problem. Y'all are not asking for enough, and now y'all are struggling because what what are we gonna do with fifteen dollars an hour? We don't got teenager bills. We got grown ass people bills. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It is. And and the audacity, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you're already limited. And it, yeah, we have to keep fighting. Like that, I think that's the main thing. We have we we have to keep fighting. We can't we can't just let them take this like I think if if everybody, I know it sounds idealistic, I know, but everybody has to come and say, no, we're all not taking this. We're not going to take this anymore. We need more. That's why fighting for minimum wage. Like, I hate, I hate that, though. I hate that we have to do that. But, no, we have to keep fighting. Another thing, oh, I don't want to get on too many tangents. I hate, I was having a conversation, tip culture in this country. Oh, yeah. I hate tip culture. And that's only because the people who work in the restaurants don't get paid what they deserve to be paid. They get paid like $2 an hour because they expect them to survive off a tip. But if you go to any other country, it's insulting to tip. It is. And it's a, but they really expect us to pick up the tab. Like, pay your people. Why, why do I have to pay them? Mm -hmm. And now you have to pay an additional fee for like their insurance and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
it, now we're getting nickel and diamond at that level too. Right, like you tripping. Like, nah, that's dirty. I think people in the restaurants deserve to be paid at least twenty dollars an hour. And that's at least if you don't want to give them too much, they should at least I mean people that work in a the restaurant, they got it hard. They do. That's what I'm saying. That's that's real that's real live work. Like and, and so why why do you now pass it along to like I like to tip. I don't have a problem with tipping, but tipping shouldn't be the bulk of that person's money. Like mm-hmm. they should already be getting paid a decent wage and then we tip to give them some, you know, some extra, some gravy. That's how that's supposed to go. So now it creates this whole culture where like you're expected. Like I ha- you know, like I'm expected, I'm judged on tipping. I don't like that. I had a situation last week. People didn't tip sometimes. You said what? I was saying I was a dog groomer and people wouldn't tip sometimes. <laughs> and you, you pay commission, so you fine. I know, but like I like not even commission. I feel like you as a dog groomer shouldn't like tipping. You should your livelihood shouldn't depend on tipping. You know, that's a nice little extra piece of cash for yeah. No, and that's the same. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I say people who like I feel like tipping should be like I should be able to tip you a little something if I want to. But I just feel like we have we have an industry of people industries where they have to depend on the tips. You know, it's funny when we talking about tipping it makes me think of a racial comment somebody said to me once about tipping. Mm. It was like um looking at the books for today. The and they're like, Oh, this customer is black. You ain't getting a tip. See, I yeah. was offended. Yeah. Oh, offended. Oh, offended. 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 <laughs> I was offended. And I'm saying that's how we get treated. That's what I'm saying. Like it's become this huge cultural thing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like why? No, I ain't gonna lie though. Sometimes if I don't have it, I don't tip the girl. The my I'm gonna call her my friend because we on next level. Sometimes I can't tip her, and I feel so bad. But I buy her a smoothie. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like yeah, because I've been I in that situation that. too, where it's like, hey, I can't tip you like I normally do, you know, or what I normally can. But it's like. It's like shame. You feel shame. Like, I don't know. I just feel like we're doing it backwards. Yeah, that just triggered a memory. I miss her. (laughs) (laughs) Come back. (laughs) I feel like, no, like, I don't want you to have to depend on this. That's just my thing. I just don't Mm. want you to have to depend on this. I, I want to tip you. I do. But I want to, I want you to be good regardless. And please don't shame people because they don't tip you. Like, so it's like people ain't got it. For real. For real. So, yeah. Like, I didn't want to go out to eat anyway. I was dragged out. <laughs> it's It is. I don't know. So I just feel like this. Just I don't know. I wish we could just do better. 
but I also think because we're, we're going because employees are going through all this, productivity always suffers too. So it's like this vicious cycle where it's like you treat them like shit, you 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 work them to death, you don't take care of them. What do you expect these people to? How do you expect them to perform? It's funny you say that. I remember when I was in college and I took a class for human resource management, and that was one of the things that Sherm, I believe it was Sherm mentioned in the book is that they found that studies showed that employees who didn't have any um incentives like unlimited paid time off that's where I got unlimited PTO from because I didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) unlimited paid time off or sick time they were crappy employees and productivity was down and they had a high turnover they found that other companies who did offer those things, they found out that less people were calling out, you know, more people were coming to work. Yeah. They had very low turnover. And people actually liked working for the company. I just really think it's a trust issue. Like, because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the company sets the rules. I know people would say it's the government, but at the end of the day, when it comes to maybe the maybe with the pay, I don't know. But when it comes to time off that's being offered, I'm sure that you could offer that. No, they could. They totally can. They just don't want to. Because I see other companies offer unlimited PTO, and some people say. A limited PTO is good, and there's other people who say it's terrible. Logically, I don't know why it's bad, but whatever. Those people are whack. It's the same people who hate working from home. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think you could, like you said, I think it's a good, I think it's a good trust conversation. But it's not the same even people working from home now too, and we all saw it was done. But yet, to force your employees to go back to work, why? Yeah. Why? You could have just left them at home. As a matter of fact, my old job, people were like, they're not going to... As my, They said that they weren't going to let us stay home. And they were going to make us go back as soon as the pandemic calmed down. Found out they just sold that brand new building they bought. See? What's the point? Exactly. All of that. Like, I never understood, like, take care of the people... That are getting the job done. And I always see this. Even now when I move around, I have to go to so many different places. It the common the common denominator is always how the staff is treated. It always comes down to that. And a lot of places you see people love to work in those places. They feel like they're getting taken care of. And it's not always a money thing. Sometimes the, the place can't offer the best salaries. So they they take care of people other ways. They work four day work weeks. They get time. They get more time off. They get flexible schedules and stuff like they get little perks on the job. Like they offer different comp packages and those things people be happy with, you know, and then the places you go, high turnover rate. You can tell you can just walk in the building, and tell the culture sucks. People right. are angry. upset. they treat them like shit. You know, I'm- bosses are terrible. Like you can you can see it. You can literally feel it. The difference is when you go to certain places. I know a place. I'm not going to say where it is, but I know a place where people are, they praise this company that they work for. They love working there. And I'm just like, some of the perks is okay, 
but it could be better. Like, they're like, oh my God, the work-life balance is phenomenal. Is it though? Because you got to go through hell and high water to request off. And I don't really think it's all that. And they don't have mental health time. And I just feel like it could be better as far as what they're offering. The pay could be a little better. I mean, I don't know. But maybe I'm just miserable <laughs> everywhere I go. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, you see the other side. It's hard to conform to this of what you see the other side, you know? Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, I, I just, I just feel like all these companies say that they're all about their employees, but it's like, you could be offering better. And I know people would be like, what more do you want? That's your problem, okay? Because y'all not looking for more. You gotta know your work. I think some people don't even know what to look for because they, they've never experienced any of that before. They need you. Listen, one day, everybody's going to get sick of their shit. And they're like, I don't want to work for them. They need you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you got to go out there and figure it out. But <laughs> people who say, you should be grateful you have a job. Should I? No, I know because my work. If I'm not being treated how I should be treated, nah. I'm not beat. Yeah, no, I know my worth. Sorry. That 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 line never worked on me. Grateful for what no, no. <laughs> sounds 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 like a good marketing ploy. Right. The little right. company line. Nah, fam. Nah. Not get me with that one. That's cute. <laughs> be grateful you have a job but are you happy yeah why, why can't you be happy at your job yeah why Why has that always been like the unobtainable thing i watched i watched the previous generation go through that and you know what my mom and my sister they both work as more well, my sister's more so help desk my mom was more so a system programmer but they love their job. I don't know how my mom loves her job because they work her like a slave. But they love their job. They love what they do. And I just want that for myself. And I found today though, as I'm thinking about it, I was telling my mom like, I really miss grooming dogs. I was watching all the groomers post about um. this was so random, but <laughs> made me think of it because I was saying they love what they do. So that's why I said it. I was thinking about all the groomers who posted like on Christmas Eve, they were all collapsed on their grooming tables. And I was just like, I miss it. I actually love that job. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I'm so miserable because I'm not doing what I love. You don't feel fulfilled. Right, like something's missing, but again, they don't pay enough. I shouldn't have to work like a slave to make the money, you know what I'm saying? You know, but yeah. whatever. Maybe I'll go back to that. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, why can't you love your job? I mean, some people do love their job, but some people are just a job is a job. That's, that's really not the attitude I want to have. I think that's what it is. Yeah, some people, like, they, it's just a job for them. Especially when this is something that you have to retire from. I can't be retiring from a place where a job is just a job. No, that's why I say, I, no. I We only live once. I'm, I guess I'm one of those people. I have to do what fulfills me. I have to. I can't work a job. Like, we're in a relationship. 
no, for real. Be worth it. Yeah, yeah. You spend more time at work most places than you spend with your family. Uh-huh. You feel like you put a lot of effort, a lot of energy and life into this. No. Also, I don't like the fact that I'm I'm working by some as to make someone else really rich. Nah, I'm gonna figure out a way to do that for myself. So nah, not gonna get me. But you have to love it. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't feel miserable anymore. I love what I literally love what I do. No stress, you know, like no resentment. I ain't got beef with people. Nah, I mean, sometimes there's, there's other issues that come along with any job, but, you know, nah, nah. I always ask myself, like, let's say you had enough money, would you still do what you do? Mm-mm. I think I would. Not not at a big, not at a grand scale that it is, but yeah. I think that's what we got to start working towards. I'm traveling. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Because the other stuff I want to do. Like I would honestly, I would travel write um write for a, a good blog. Like a food blog. I remember my sister and I said we were gonna start a food blog called Food Nom Nom Nom. No. <laughs> Where'd you get that name from? I kinda like it. I don't know. Food, but that's what we said we were gonna do. If we hit the lottery, work, travel, we're gonna quit our jobs, travel, and eat good food at different places, and blog about it. Yeah, you could always podcast. I tell you, don't let me, don't let me hit the lotto. Or podcast. Nah, about food. Tell you, I'm making two phone calls. While I'm eating food. Don't don't let me hit it big. Let's give me send you that that call. Go ahead and quit now. You know what time I really it is. Quit before you even hung up. <laughs> we out. I already put my time in. Like I'm out by. Let's do what we want to do all day. I'm good with that. See, yeah. Oh no, that's all I got. <sighs> I'm gonna tell you another story before we go because this is this happened to be this morning. It has nothing to do with anything we just talked about, right? Um, but I was feeling bad. I was driving back home, and I hit a squirrel. Oh my god, no! Squirrel darted out in front of me, right? And I couldn't swerve. Nothing I could do. And I was hoping that he just, you know, like sometimes you hope that he just went between the tires, like in the middle of the car, mm-hmm. and he didn't, yo. Ugh. And I felt it, and I looked in the, the rearview mirror. Uh, I was so upset, right? And I remember driving home. I was really upset. I don't like to see things suffer and stuff like that, you know? Oh, I popped a bird once, so. Yeah, you know, it happens, and it's like, uh. But, so I'm driving home. By the time I get home, I remember I'm sitting in my car, and I'm kind of, like, blown. I was like, damn, I, you know, like, and then a light bulb went off, right? And I was like, I didn't feel that way about that snake that jumped off my roof and I beat and the brakes off. the hell out of that snake. Beat the hell out of that snake. Proud of it, too. You're a demon. <laughs> why are we like this? And I was like, why Why are certain animals 
culturally acceptable to like kill in some art? Why do I feel bad about the squirrel, which I didn't intentionally mean to do? Was it a black squirrel? No, if it was a black squirrel, I'd have been hurt. You know how I feel about black squirrels. Right. I'd have been hurt. Oh, I'd have been mad because we don't have black squirrels here, and I wish we did. If I had a black squirrel, I'd have been hurt. My day would have been ruined for real. Um, but I was like, why? Why? I didn't feel bad about that snake. That snake ain't do nothing to nobody. I'm pretty sure it was harmless. It wasn't even venomous or nothing. But that snake caught the the wrath. Like I don't know. It, those things make me think, right? Why do we treat certain things a certain way? Huh? I think it's because it's a reptile. People hate reptile. I think snakes have such a negative reputation. Negative images. Well, most snakes are harmless. You know, as my neighbor proceeded to tell me. Somebody said, I just made me think of reptiles. In Florida, when it's cold, iguanas fall from the tree. Oh, you seen those videos? You see the videos? I'll be right out there trying to catch all the little iguanas falling out of the tree. Like, come inside. They're not even don't even seem that little. They seem kind of like well, decent size, like almost like I a squirrel. Love reptiles. I love snakes. See, they was cool and all. Yeah, let's don't get too close. I like to hold them. They're cute. I love snakes. So you got you got that. Uh somebody said I like dangerous animals. And now that I go through my list of animals I love. I like lions. I love hippopotamus. I love elephants. I love sharks. All things that could kill you. Yeah, what's going on? Yo, because great white sharks are so cute. You ever see their little eyes? They're so cute. Little cute babies. If you just look at a great white shark, what? It's such cutie pies. Oh, cute isn't the word I would use to describe them. Hell yeah, they're cute. But and okay. um, hippopotamus, they got hamburger buns. Mouths. Oh, like their oh. mouths look like hamburger buns. Okay. <laughs> Not the words I would use to describe them. I do look like hamburger buns. They're just so cute. Oh, and baby rhinos. Baby rhinos are adorable. See, okay. Yeah, you do like all the dangerous, crazy stuff. Because they're cute. You got to look. People just see them as dangerous. But look at their cute, cuteness. Like, I don't know what it is about great white sharks. I think it's their eyes. They're so tiny. They're just so cute. I know they'll eat me alive. But that's so cute. I'll risk it all. Would you, ever, would you ever go in the cage and swim with them? Hell yeah. I'd probably be trying to pet it. Oh, Lord. Definitely right. losing an arm. Because I just... If you look at a picture of them, you cannot tell me you don't think they're adorable. Look at their eyes. No. No, I don't think they're adorable at all. I do. I think they're adorable. Some things that them. some things I do think are adorable. Not a great white though. It looks like a dolphin mixed with <laughs> like a dolphin mixed with something dangerous. It's like a dolphin on steroids. <laughs> I think they're cute. And I don't even like fish, but I like sharks. And I love manatees. Okay. Those are the sea cows. Yeah. I also love cows. Uh, give me like a a kitten lion or something. Like Those are cute. The lions are beautiful. I yeah. love lions. 
I look like I like I like cats. I do like the cats. Or something, yeah, something like cute and little that can't kill me yet. I mean, a cat could scratch your eyes out, but whatever. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. If a I'm cat not, scratches you, but um, you have I'm, a risk of getting an infection. I'm not saying I was gonna be holding them and get next to them. I just said they're cute. Um, you don't have to hold your cat to scratch you. That shit could be plotting on you in your sleep. That's why there aren't any cats in this house right now. I'm good. Can't trust them though. No, no, nah, nah, not yet. But well, you wake yeah. up and it's sitting on your chest looking at you like <laughs> why I'm are you good. here? See, I'm good. All right, we good. Let's get out of here. So I think that was a good conversation. So, you know, we're gonna close out the year. Actually, this is the last show of the year. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say no, it's not next week, but that's right. It's the day after. Yeah. Just like oh. it's happy day after Christmas. Will be happy day after New Year. I know. Yeah, I start getting used to writing 2023 now and all that stuff, typing it up and stuff. Happy 2023. <sighs> uh, David will probably be back. I don't know when David's coming back. Hopefully, David will be back. by fast. It did. So, yeah, let's recap the year next week when, when David, we'll do it next week. Um, So, we'll talk about this year and all the ups and downs and the craziness. We'll, we'll prepare for that. Um, yeah, well, let's go. Until then, y'all be safe out there. Um, stay positive. I think that's gonna be my new app, my new outro. Just stay positive. You say that anyway, and keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, be t- gotta pay attention out here too. So, mm-hmm. um, y'all have a good week. We out. Peace. <laughs>